0: Welcome to Sunday Morning at Faith Assembly featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here's Pastor Goss. Well, good morning. Glad you're here today. Hope you have your notes. We're in a little series that we've entitled The Freedom in Forgiveness. Now, if you'll remember, uh, last week we talked about how God forgives. And it's important to always understand that and not miss that because that plays into everything else. This morning, we're going to look at how to forgive ourselves. I think sometimes this is our hardest thing. How do I forgive me for what I've done? How do I deal with that? And so we're going to go through a little process. The prodigal son went through it. He's going to be our focus this morning. And so we're going to look at him. And we're going to begin with this understanding that you and I have to recognize our tendency to rebel. Rebel that we are a people who are rebellious by nature. In other words, it's simply this. I don't want anybody else telling me what to do. I want to do what I want. After all, I know what's best, and you don't, and you'd be better off if you'd listen to me. Come on, just nod at me or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's our tendency. So Luke chapter 15, verse 11, 12, notice the prodigal son. Jesus is illustrating a point, tells him a story. Man has two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth among his sons. We said it last week, we have this tendency to go our own way. God will not stop us. God will allow us to have what we want. And we think what we want, we need to have it. And here's the thing, we want it now, don't we? I don't want to have to wait. I want what I want, and I want it now. And if you're in my way, I want you to get out of my way. Father, you give me what I want so I can go do what I want. That is our nature. And so we have this tendency. So you and I are going to have to deal with Our mistakes, or let me say it to you a little more bluntly, we're going to have to learn to deal with our sin because we will do things that go contrary to God, thinking we know better. So that's our tendency. Secondly, realize where you are. Realize where you are. Come to that place where we understand, okay, I have this tendency to do it. Now here's where I find myself. Luke chapter 15, verse 13. A few days later, the young son packed up all his belongings, moved to a distant land, and there wasted all of his money in wild living. Well, that's a good descriptive term, isn't it? And at the time, the money ran out, great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. And he persuaded a local farmer to hire him. And the man sent him into his field to feed the pigs. Now, just think about how degrading this is. A Jewish boy feeding the pigs. That's not a good career move. So he's in a desperate, horrible place. The young man became so hungry that even the pods that he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, and no one gave him anything. You see, when you and I are out doing our own thing, we expect other people to do certain things as well, don't we? But usually when we go far enough, people distance themselves. Verse 17 is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. When he came to his senses, boy, I sure wish a lot of people would come to their senses. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. So here he is. He is rebelled. He finds himself in a horrible place. Now, let me make sure something's very clear. Just because you're having problems doesn't mean you're in rebellion. Because serving God is going to create some problems. When you do the right thing, sometimes there's problems because of that. But when you're in rebellion, and when your problems are because of your rebellion, God will make it clear to you if you'll just listen. And so we come to that point where we recognize, I have this tendency to do this, and here I am. I am in a mess and I'm in this mess because I have done my own thing and I'm the one responsible and I'm guilty and you know what? This isn't good for me. This isn't where I belong and I am wrong. And so you come to that place where you realize you know what? This isn't right. You can't forgive yourself until you understand you've got some things that need to be forgiven. That makes sense? Pretty clear. So then thirdly, resolve to take the right steps. Okay, I have a tendency to go this direction. I find myself here. What am I going to do about it? Because you see, well, I feel sorry for myself. Well, okay, but feeling sorry doesn't help you. Well, I feel bad about it. Being bad doesn't get you out of it. Feeling bad doesn't stop it. I have to resolve to take the right steps. So notice what the young boy does. Luke chapter 15, verse 18. I will go home. Notice he develops a plan. I will go home. I will go to God. I will say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. Now, notice he understood God was in this picture, didn't he? He didn't say, Dad, I'll I'll come home to you. He knows, God, I've disobeyed you. Because you know what? When you rebel, you don't just rebel against people, you rebel against God. And so that's what he says. He says, you know what? I'm no longer a being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and filled with love and compassion. Talked about this last week. He ran to his son, embraced him, kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick. Bring out the finest robe in the house, put it on him, get a ring for his finger, sandals for his feet, kill the calf for being fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead, has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. You don't cover it up. You confess it. You come to that place, Father, here's what I've done. I am guilty. I am taking responsibility. So let me give you just a little process of what you need to go through. First of all, you return to the Father. You see, when you're in sin, just feeling bad doesn't get you out. You have to go back to God. God, here I am. I'm coming back. I've left you. I went and did my own thing. I am sorry. I am going to come back. And God, I'm coming back to you because you're the one that I've disobeyed. You're the one that I have principally rebelled against. God, I am guilty, you are right. That's a hard thing for us to come to, isn't it? Swallowing that pride, coming to that place where you say, you know what, I'm in this mess, and I'm in this mess because I made some choices that were wrong. And they weren't just wrong because I, somebody said they were wrong, they were wrong because they went against God and his principles, and I need to go back to God. I need to start there. God, and the young boy says, I'm going to go back to my father. I'm going to go back to where I, this all began. God, here I am. And then secondly, refuse to blame the father. He doesn't come back and say, you know, if you'd been a better dad, I wouldn't have done this. You know, if you had treated me better, you know, you know if, if you would have just done some things differently, I wouldn't be in this mess. Because we live in a generation that is very good at blaming other people for our problems that we've created. And we're always looking for somebody to blame. And you c- should not, cannot do this. And you will struggle with feeling forgiven as long as you're blaming somebody else for your sin, for your disobedience. You don't blame others. You don't make excuses. You don't say, well, you know, it would have been different. Well, I'm sorry, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I just thought, well, you know, you understand. Extenuating circumstances, all the No, God, here I am. I'm a rebel. I did my own thing because I wanted to. I thought I knew what was best. I wanted my moment of enjoyment. I wanted to do what I want. I didn't want to put up with that any longer. I want my way to do my thing when I want to do it. And I've done it. And it didn't work out. And it has not gone well. And I recognize I am to blame. And no one else is at fault but me. Well, but I'm a little at fault. But they're at fault too. No, no, no. Your fault. Take responsibility for you. You can't take responsibility for us. For somebody else. Refuse to blame the Father. God, you know what? If you'd have been good to me, and God, if you'd have heard my prayer here, and God, if you'd have just changed this like I asked you to, and God, if you would have just done this, I would be better. Well, God, things aren't going. Why why aren't you moving? God, here I am. I'm the one who did this. I made the choices. I'm guilty. I'm not blaming anybody else. What's the boy say? I have sinned against you and God. It's on me. It's on me. Then you repent to the Father. Father, I'm sorry. I'm guilty. I don't expect for you to just wipe everything away. I come to a place where I am willing to change my actions and my thinking. What got you into the mess is your wrong thoughts and wrong actions, wasn't it? You thought you knew what was best. You thought you knew the way things should go. You believed you were right. You believe you had a right. You believe that it would be work out better for you. You thought you know how to predict and plan the future and then what would make you happy. And then when you got there, it didn't pan out, did it? So I need to change how I think. I was thinking wrong. I am going to come back I will be a servant I will do what is right and I will behave in a manner that will please you. Now why do you need to do that? Because you need to get it out in the open. Because as long as you're being resentful of well you know this would have never happened if this had taken place or you know what I wish this would have taken place and then I wouldn't be in this mess. No 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 I'm guilty. And if you want to receive forgiveness and forgive yourself it all re- begins with you being honest with yourself of recognizing what i did was a sin against god was wrong was a sin against other people was wrong behavior was wrong actions was wrong thoughts i'm guilty i did it i am wrong i will change They say, what we want to do is, okay, I'll admit I'm wrong as long as you'll admit you're wrong. Or I'll admit I'm wrong as long as nothing has to change. So I have to repent. Repentance is a great word. You are going one direction, you repent. You go the opposite direction. You are going the wrong direction, you go back and go the right direction. And then you receive from the Father. Don't forget how the Father forgives. What do he do? It's okay, son. I'm going to restore to you. I'm going to give to you. And you have to come to that place where you understand when you're willing to admit that, God can forgive you. I've heard it said that the only sin God can't forgive is the sin you're not willing to confess. The one you're not willing to admit. But once you admit it, God will forgive you When you don't forgive yourself, you are diminishing the forgiveness of God. God wants to forgive you. God is willing to forgive you. Will you let him forgive you? The issue is never, will God forgive me? The answer is very clear to that. Yes, I am here to confidently stand before you today and say, I don't care what you've done God is willing to forgive you. I don't care how bad it's been. I don't care how many times you've done it. God is willing to forgive you. And so I have to accept the fact that if I will respond correctly, if I will go before God and say, God, I'm guilty. I've done this. I've acted like this. I've fought like this. God, I know that goes against you, and I want to please you. I ask for you to forgive me, and I'm going to change how I'm thinking, and I'm going to change what I'm doing. I am sorry. Forgive me. At that moment, God forgives. And you and I have to accept that forgiveness. Oh, pastor, it can't be that simple. Oh, don't think for a moment it's been simple. Jesus Christ had to die on a cross for that to happen. That's not simple. You had to go through some very difficult, painful times and come to a place of repentance. That's not simple, is it? That's really hard, isn't it? Well, I mean, if I ask, God will forgive me? Yes. You mean he's not going to give me a lecture? He doesn't... Now, listen, this might be too common sense for you. If you've already admitted it, and determine that you don't want to do it anymore, you don't need to be lectured, do you? You know what you've done wrong. You know what you need to do that's right. You don't need a lecture. You need to be forgiven. And God wants to forgive you. God is willing to forgive you. But you don't... Okay, so that in a nutshell is how it works. Now, I need to come to that place where there's some things that I've got to deal with after the fact. So I've got to respond correctly to the difficulties that will follow. I've got to respond correctly to some things that are going to take place. Once I've gone through this process and done this, I need to understand some things. The first one is this. I need to respond correctly to the regrets. Now, you don't need to raise your hand. Anybody here got any things in your past that you regret doing? Boy, all of us should have a hand up, right? Boy, if I just wouldn't have done that. Man, if I just hadn't have said that. Wow, if I had done this different... Every person in the room has regrets in life. And you and I need to understand the past is past. It's over. You cannot go back and change it. Well, how do I deal with it? You forgive it. You forgive yourself as God forgives you. You don't blame yourself for something someone else did. You don't spend a lot of time, well, I could change it. You learn from it. You don't keep repeating it. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. There's some things you can learn. You know, that was really a bad move on my part. I'm not going to do that again. But you don't constantly let it stay within you and in your mind and think, boy, if I hadn't done that, boy, I wish that was different. I wish that would change. You cannot go back and change anything. Don't allow the past to destroy your future. The past is past. And if you've come and repented to God, He has forgiven you. Let it go. That sounds really simple, doesn't it? But that's a battle you're going to have to fight, isn't it? Because all of us, the enemy's very good at bringing up things. Boy, look what you did back there. Yeah, I did. I was a bad move on my part. But you know what? God's forgiven me. I get to go on. Okay? So... Respond correctly to the regrets. Don't let them hamstring you. Don't let them hold you back. Don't let them prevent you from being the person God wants you to be. Don't let them diminish God's forgiveness. God's forgiveness is greater than any regret you will ever have. So He forgives you. Secondly, respond correctly to the results. To the results. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you get out of jail free card. Let me illustrate. Let's say that you take a gun into a convenience store and you rob the place. And let's say things get out of hand and you shoot somebody and kill them. And as you're being sentenced to jail for life, you find God, and you say, "God, you know what? I'm sorry. That was a horrible thing I did. I regret that so badly. I'm sorry, I sinned. I did what was wrong. God will you forgive me? God instantly forgives you. but you're still going to jail. God instantly forgives. But there sometimes there's some consequences that are residual from the sin. And so I have to respond correctly to the things that are happening. And God can take the mess that we've made out of our lives and still work it for good. God is still at work in us. God still wants to use us. Oh, there are some things we might have to live with because of it. But that doesn't mean I'm not forgiven. And so I have to understand that God forgives me when I ask him and repent and repentance means oh god forgive me he forgives me and I go back and do the same thing again that's not repentance repentance is god I'm forgive I'm going to change how I'm living now that doesn't mean that sometimes there won't be some things that you and I have to deal with some relapses so to speak We have to come to that place where we understand, God, you know what? I'm really working on this and I really need you to help me get through this. But God, I I want you to understand, I know what I'm going through. I know some things that are here. I know it's because of there. But God, one thing else I know as well, I know that you've forgiven me and you and I are good. And so no matter what you've done, there might be some consequences that you have to live with for the rest of your life. But that doesn't mean God hasn't forgiven you. And so sometimes when those consequences peak up their head, you begin to beat yourself up again. You begin to feel bad. You begin to think, I'll never get out of this. It'll never happen. No, it's then I've got to say, you know what, God, you've forgiven me and I know I've got a great future, and I know you're going to help me, and I know you're going to take care of me, and I know you're going to provide for me, and so I can go forward knowing that you have what's best for me, and you're still working things out for my good, and you can and will still use me. So respond correctly to the results. Respond to the regrets. Respond to the results. And respond correctly to your resources. The prodigal son lost his inheritance. He wasted it. But the father is still going to take care of him. You see, you don't focus on what you've lost. Well, you know what? I I took some money and I I just wasted it. I used it for the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing with it. I, I shouldn't have ever done that. Boy, I regret doing all of that. That's fine. Well, but now I'm paying for it. Now I've got all these things coming up and coming up. God forgives you. Forgive yourself. And understand God's going to help you get through this. You see, what we want to happen is, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And God says, okay, you're forgiven. And then we think, good. Now take your magic wand and erase everything I've ever done and make everything good and easy for me now right? That's what we want to happen. That's how we think it should happen. That is never how it's going to happen. And so, I focus on what I have, not what I've lost, because what I have is enough for God. And God will take what I have and use it And so I have to understand, yes, there's some things I lost. Yes, there's some things I wish I had back. I don't have them. They're gone. But God isn't done. And God can restore what I've wasted. And God forgives me. And God is working with me. And God is for me, not against me. And then, this is a big one. Remind yourself that you're forgiven. Now, let me just tell you something. You might have to do this every day for a while. You might have to do it more than once a day for a while. Because when the enemy comes in and begins to throw stuff back in your face about, remember what you did? You know, you're the problem here. Remember how bad you are? Remember, you know, you'll never get out of this. You're, this is going to haunt you the rest of your life. You remember all that? Remind you? And you need to just simply stop and say for a moment, Satan, you know what? I know all those things, but here's something you need to know. I have been forgiven and I have a new life in Jesus Christ. And Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says it very well. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Condemnation, being disapproved of, judging to be unfit, looking at you critically for, you did this, you dirt. No, 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 that's not how God looks at us. God looks at us as the righteousness of Christ because that robe has been put on us, hasn't it? That ring has been placed on our finger. Those sandals have been put on our feet. We are forgiven. So I am here to tell you today, as the prodigal son learned, when he was willing to do what he needed to do, when he recognized who he was and where he was, And he recognized that he didn't belong there. He was willing to be honest and swallow his pride and say, I did it. It's my fault. No one else is to blame. I made the choice. I need to go to God. I need to tell him I'm sorry. I need to repent. I need to ask for his forgiveness. And when you ask, God forgives. And if God's forgiven you, you need to forgive yourself. Do you hear me? Because there's some of you here that you're still allowing your past to control your present. And you're still living, carrying the pain. You're still living, carrying the hurt now the things are there and there's things going on but you need to live in the freedom of forgiveness that God graciously gives to you well pastor is it really you know I just need to ask it it can't be I, I don't deserve it you're right none of us do but it's not because of who we are it's because of who God is and what he's done for us there's maybe some listening that you're at a place where you're like the prodigal son you've wandered off and done your own thing gone your own way and you're in a mess right now and God's saying look I'm waiting for you to come home if you'll come to me I'll forgive you if you'll be honest about where you're at and why you're there I'll forgive you if you'll just ask me I'll forgive you And he's asking you to come home and you need to give your life to Christ. You need to receive his forgiveness. And for some of you, you've done that, but you're still allowing the enemy to beat you up, to cause you to live a life where there's no joy because there's so much regret and so much pain, so much hurt and so aware of all that's gone on. And you need to this morning come to a place where you say, God, I thank you and I receive your forgiveness. I know I'm forgiven and you've given me today a brand new start today, now. And I am no longer guilty. I am free. I'm free. And so if that's you today, God's, willing to give if you're willing to receive the issue is never will God forgive me yes he will the issue is will I forgive myself and God wants you to do that today so I'm not going to ask you to raise a hand as which group you're in or where you're at with all of this I'm just going to ask you to take a moment between you and God and would you talk to him For some of you, what your time would be is, God, I'm just once again grateful for how you've forgiven me and what you've done for me. I just once again am reminded of your forgiveness and your faithfulness. And I am so grateful for how you've forgiven me. For some of you, it's God. You know what? I know you've forgiven me, but I'm having a hard time forgiving myself. Help me get through this. And for some of you, it's God, I'm in a mess. I need to come home wherever you're at this morning, would you just take a moment, just right where you are, God, here I am. Talk to him about it. Lord, this morning, would you help us to learn a lesson from this, prodigal son a young boy who was a rebel who thought he knew what he wanted in life and was willing to do whatever it take to get what he wanted and once he got what he wanted it wasn't what he wanted and he recognized he had made a mistake he had sinned but he knew what to do He came back home. And when he came home, he didn't get what he expected. He thought he could just ask for forgiveness and become a servant and at least have food to eat. That'd be enough. But he received so much more. A robe, a ring, sandals, a celebration. Because we serve a God who forgives us and restores us. And so, God, there's some here today that are listening that, Lord, they're in the mess and they need to swallow their pride and come to their senses and come to you. Because you're waiting for them and you want to forgive them. There's others, Lord, that they've done that, but yet the enemy keeps bringing it to their mind. And they've come to a place sometimes where they get despondent and discouraged because of all they've done and think, How horrible. Would you help them to receive the forgiveness that you have already given to them and to go forward? Lord, we're just grateful and in awe of how you forgive us. Help us to forgive ourselves, I pray. In thy name, amen. Aren't you glad today we serve a forgiving God? And that we get to live in that forgiveness every day of our life. What a great life God has for us. Thank you for joining us for today's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Sunday morning at 8, 15 and 10, 45 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next week for Sunday Morning. Faith Assembly Sunday Morning is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.